Thanks for joining us for this episode of Old Men Know Stuff. Here's your host, Dan Witham. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to our Old Men Know Stuff podcast. This one is, happens to be number 33. And if you're watching uh, by YouTube right now on our Old Men Know Stuff YouTube channel, you can tell I have the lovely and talented, very talented, very God-led, very anointed Mrs. Sheila Witham with us today. Thanks, babe. I appreciate that. I got carried away there. Yeah. And then also, if you're not, if you're on Apple or Spotify or Pandora, you'll be enjoying her ministry as well. We're blown away by the, um, some of the comments that we receive. They're very kind, not whether they're kind or not. The point is that ministering to people, uh, God is through this uh, podcast, and we're very grateful for that. Uh, the title, as I said, of episode 33 is his voice, his voice during this great falling away. And it's pretty, pretty important. Uh, I wish at times that I could bring you lighter messages and if you will, podcasts. And this one isn't that heavy. It's quite edifying actually for his voice and the hour we live in. But uh, stick with us. The next one, I think 34 is going to be on the love of God. Let's start here on uh, His Voice and the Great Falling Away. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians. It's a great anchor scripture about the falling away. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through uh, 3. Let me read it. Now we beseech you, uh, brethren, that's us, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together with unto him. That's the rapture. Wow. Here we go. Verse three. Let no man deceive you by any means. So that means there is deception, mass deception. Would you not agree? Absolutely. For that day shall not come. What day? The day of the Lord, the rapture. That day shall not come except there come a falling away first. Falling away of what? We're going to get into that. And then that man of sin, that's the Antichrist that we feel in this working in this spirit world and world. The son of perdition shall be revealed. So there must become a falling away first. That's number one. We just read that. And then the church is out of here. Number two. And then number three the Antichrist will then make himself known and we won't be here. What does that have to do with me and my family? A lot. Um, Sheila, you want to jump in there? Well, I was just going to say, yeah, a lot. I mean, it has everything to do with not just our family, but everybody. I mean, I think at this, at this point, uh, whether you're saved, unsaved, what, what you believe, everyone in the world knows our world is abnormal at the moment. Like there's something. They feel something. There's something going on in the world. They feel a different spirit. Yeah, there's discontentment everywhere. There's, you know, ev everything the Bible describes. So I, I think we recognize um, the times that we're living in and um, act accordingly. Amen. Um, so Paul laid the foundation there in 2 Thessalonians. Let's go to what Jesus said uh, uh, about his voice, his voice that's critical to your life. He says in uh, chapter 10, uh, verse 1 through 4 
um, the parable of the good shepherd, the parable of the good shepherd and the sheep. That's us. Verily, verily, I say unto you, this is Jesus talking, he that enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up through some other way, the same as as a thief or a robber, but he that enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. That's Jesus, the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the porter opens the door, and the sheep, that's us, hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by their name. Hey, Sheila, hey, Paul, hey, Danny, hey, Billy Bob, Susie Q. The sheep know his voice. He calls them by name and leads them out. And when he goes forth, his own sheep, he, he goes forth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yeah, and... What's most significant about that is, yeah, we know his voice, but isn't it more significant that he knows our name? It's beautiful, actually. I mean, think about that. The God of the universe. The God that formed you didn't forget about you. Yeah, he, he knows your name. He knows my name. And to me, that's just, that's pretty extraordinary. So if anyone's ever doubting your self-worth or your identity or like, hey, you know, the God of the universe knows your name. Or your situation. Yeah, of course. Um, let's confirm that now in verse 10. We go down, we just read 1 through 4. Let's go down to 27. And he confirms it. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. He just said that. And they follow me. Yeah. Why is that important during this great falling away that we're about to talk about? His voice, as most of us know that are born again, is critical right now more than ever to those spirits, the spirit world that we just read about in Second Thessalonians. Let's get into that. His voice during the great falling away. The Greek word of apostasia, where we get the word apostasy, is translated rebellion or falling away. So the great falling away that was talked about here in a minute ago in 2 Thessalonians. That's what it refers to. It refers to a general defection from the true God, a general defection away from the true God, the word, the faith. It's actually a withdrawal of fellowship. I'm thinking of COVID. End times. It comes with the territory. And backsliding that we've heard about over the years, mainly in the South, backsliding is a sliding back. And apostasy is the extreme end of backsliding or rejection of belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. Every age uh, throughout church history has its detractors, but the falling away of the end times will be more pronounced and worldwide. I'll say that again. Every age has defectors, but the falling away that we're reading about today and his voice operating in it and the importance thereof uh, will be more amplified in these end times. Sheila? Yeah, I, I mean, I think we're seeing that. I mean, that, that is the word, and as heartbreaking as it is to think that 
there will be a falling away. We know that has to happen. It's happening right now. It's happening right now before the Lord's return. And I think that's why it's so important for all of us to guard our hearts, you know, because if you guard your heart, that's not going to happen. Obviously, the enemy's out to destroy, kill, steal, and destroy. And I think he knows his time is short. So, you know, he, he's, he's intensified everything that he does, every assignment against every person. And so we, we have to know that we can hear his voice. In, in, in these crazy times. It's critical. It's critical. Check this out. Here's what Jesus said about the end times and about this falling away. What Jesus himself said about the end times. We heard what Paul said in 2 Thessalonians 2. Here's what Jesus said in chapter 24, verse 3 through 14. I'm only going to read 3, 11, and 14. As Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives... Toward the end of his earthly ministry, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of your coming, Lord, and the end of the age? So the disciples sat on the Mount of Olives with Jesus. Jesus is getting ready to get, be crucified. And they asked him, what's going to be, what's it going to look like in the end times? And the Lord goes on to say, many will come in my name saying, I'm Christ. They'll try to lead you astray. You'll hear of wars, rumors of wars. That's where that comes from. Watch this. His voice, remember? And many false prophets will arise and try to lead many astray. That's going on right now. False prophets. Prophets of the media. Prophets of the entertainment world. Prophets of prophets. Many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. Watch this. And because lawlessness will increase, the love of many will grow cold. But watch this. But the one, this is Jesus now, but the one who endures to the end of what? The end of the age will be saved. And then this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony of me to all nations. And then the end will come. That's... Uh, I think the Lord buttoned all that one up. Yeah, that's pretty pretty staggering. You know, you were talking about hearing his voice being pulled away. And I think as if we allow ourselves to be betrayed and ever how that happens because we listen to music that we shouldn't listen to, ever how we open that door. Preach it, girl. It's, it's subtle. You know, it doesn't, we just don't wake up and like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm turning away from God. It's always subtle. But the thing is, as we get farther and farther away from him, then it becomes less likely that we're going to hear his voice when he's speaking, you know, because we've got so much other stuff coming coming into our ears and our minds and our eyes. So that's why I, thinking, I think guarding our heart, that's, that's so important. Basically, that's why it's so important that that we guard our hearts. I was watching something this morning. It was a testimony of a rapper, and I guess he used to be, you know, a big, big famous rapper. I, I don't know rappers. But um, anyway, he's born again, and he's tatted up literally all over his face, and he was being interviewed, and he said, so do you, do you still listen to, I know you're born again, but do you still listen to rap music? And he goes, absolutely not. 
and you know the the guy who was interviewing kind of looked at him and come and out from among them. Yeah, and he said how he said I couldn't even tell you who you know what the number one rap song is or anything right now. I, I have no idea. And he said because now I'm a new creature. I'm Amen. a man of God. Amen. And I thought you know that is so cool because we were talking about that very thing this morning, and that is redemption. You know, and I know that doesn't really go along with this, but it does because that is what it's all about. The reality of redemption. Yeah. The cross. End of story. Checkmate. That's it. Um, and we have to hold on to that during these times. Real quick, before we go on about his voice and the great falling away, watch this. Uh, my mind goes to your friend who told you, me, told you the story as you told me about um, the uh, grandchild uh, that is falling away. So it, can it happen to a church person? Oh, 100%. I think that's who, that's who probably the devil focuses on most because they're effective for the kingdom of God. But take one little step away, you think it's okay, and the next thing you know, you're lured into another step. And the next thing you know, this praise and worship leader of a wonderful church, godly, loves the Lord, served the Lord for years and years and years. Falls is, victim to the great falling yeah, away. And, you know, is in a relationship with, you know. The devil. The devil. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. So in that process of falling away, it makes it even more critical that you hear his voice and do it. And you have to stay close enough to him to be able to hear his voice. Mm -hmm. When you get so far away, you can't hear his voice. No, he'll beat you over the head with it if you make him, <laughs> uh, as I know. Uh, the end times that we're talking about here will include a wholesale rejection, as I said, of God's word and the revelation of it, a wholesale rejection, and a further falling away in the already, in, in a further falling away in an already, this already fallen away uh, world. And unfortunately, it appears more so by the day. Can I get a witness? Um, Sheila, you read, pick it up with uh, this, his voice in the great falling away in Hebrews chapter 6, 4 through 7, NIV translation. I'm not sure this is an NIV. Whatever. Title, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll make it work. Um, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance. Since whoa. they whoa. Yeah, go ahead. Since they crucify again for themselves so. the Son of God and put him and shame. So we don't go there too often in the church world, but I'll repeat, apostasy, that Sheila just said, is the extreme end of backsliding or the rejecting of belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, that's the hour we live in. What are the marks of the falling away? What are the marks of this falling away, this backsliding? How, how do I see it in our, my day and my day to day? Well, first of all, Paul said it and Jesus said it. It must occur. So it's happening at the end of age, at the end of the age. It's happening all around us. Then what else must occur? Well, the mystery of iniquity, the Antichrist spirit already is at work. Hence, that's why there's the withdrawal of fellowship from him. 
uh, I was just talking to uh, our producer, Paul Dugas, who's, who said, hey, I signed 20 people up. Remember, the falling away. I signed 20 people up, confirmed 20 people would show up to volunteer at my church, and two showed up. Two. That's uh, 10%. But I want to stop there and carry it in. I thank God for those volunteers that meet you smiling every Sunday morning in the parking lot, greeting you at the door. Uh, The band plays on, volunteers everywhere. Uh, They're not falling away. They're pressing in. Absolutely. They're pressing in. So withdrawal of fellowship from him in general, uh, a lot of it brought on by COVID, uh, some of it uh, is at work. So it must occur, the mystery of iniquity of the Antichrist spirit's already working. We can attest to that. The withdrawal of fellowship, we've seen that. The abandonment of truth. The abandonment of truth. Well, what is truth? God's word. Jesus. The abandonment of his precept upon precept, line upon line, his word. Substituting thoughts, uh, I don't know what else. Anything but the truth of God's word. Yeah, and I think, oh, that, yeah. I mean, truth is truth. God is truth. You can't separate God from truth. So when people come away from God, step away from God, they're stepping away from truth. Does that even make sense? Yeah, it's not a pretty scene when you step away from his word. And and the general defection from God, his word, and the Christian faith. I'm going to say that again. The general defection, the, the falling away, stepping away, falling away from God, his word, and the Christian faith. The Antichrist spirit wants to make sure you're part of that club at any cost. Maybe it's watching this program that you're not supposed to watch. Maybe in my case, don't scroll through Facebook. Well, what's harmless about that? Because I told you not to. (laughs) Because I told you not to look at any celebrity spirits. Look to me and live. Look to me and live. Anyway, um, so how do you find your way back if you may be backsliding? How do you make it back if you're in a backslidden condition? You wake up, first of all, to the fact and repent of it. Wake up to the fact and repent of it, and he'll forgive you. You talk to the Lord about it. Help me, Lord, do this. Help me, Lord, do that. You study his word. You, I don't think you can, I don't know how you survive without studying the scriptures. I really don't. No, because that he is his word. I just don't. Thank God for those that do, little or large, every day. Thank God that you do. Uh, Listen to his voice. Watch this one. Listen to his voice. Remember, my sheep know my voice. I call him by name. And do what he says. That's a revelation. That's called obedience. (laughs) And then, I almost want to cry. Show gratitude for his mercy and grace. He inhabits the praise of his people. And then go out. He just didn't refill you, refuel you, reestablish you. 
go out into this fallen world, this falling away world, and be mindful of him at every turn. So Jesus makes it personally relevant in uh, Revelation chapter 2 and 3. We've covered it in the past, so grace me here. I'm not going to read it. I'm going to just paraphrase it. He makes it personally relevant to his seven churches. That's us of Asia in the beginning. He came out. He, he was crucified, dead, buried, raised again, got the keys of death, hell, and the grave, went to glory, put his blood on the mercy seat, sat down on, on the right hand of the Father and said, gave a tag team handoff, of him, as my friend Rod Parsi says, and uh, sent the Holy Ghost here. Then he came back, and his first appearance on the Isle of Patmos to the Apostle John was about seven churches. And oh, by the way, five of those churches had a real problem. They did a bunch of good works. Jesus said, you can go read it, Revelation 2 and 3. Thyatira and Philadelphia were the only two that didn't. They did, everybody did good works. But Jesus came down on five of the seven uh, churches. Why? They did good works. They were volunteers. They gave a tithe. They did this, they did that. Watch this. Jesus said, but you've left your first love. You had a form, or you turned it into a form of religion, a form of religion. I, Jesus, ain't a form. I'm Lord. Will you worship me? And uh, they, were, they left their first love. And he said to them, do your first works and return unto me. Me, your first love. I'm glad that you do all this other stuff. But he said, if you don't, to the church of Laodicea, if you don't come back to me because you're lukewarm, you do your works, but you don't worship me. Ouch. I'm going to spew you out of my mouth, church. That's his voice in this falling away hour. So, Lukewarm? No, we don't want to be lukewarm. Watch this. He goes on to say, I think it's verse uh, 18 maybe of chapter 3, Revelation. He stands at the door and knocks. He stands at the door and knocks. If any man, watch this, hear my voice, I will gladly open the door and come in and have fellowship with you. In some cases, Again, again. So I have this question. Is he Lord of your life? I'm going to pause here for effect. Is he Lord of your life? Has your works gotten into the way between his lordship and his voice? He said it can happen even to the church. Uh, the, the, the remedy as he said in scripture, I can't remember where, like it's Samuel. What's the remedy? Uh, look to the cross. If I be lifted up, I'll draw all men back to me. Is he the Lord of all in your life? That's a great question. It, it is a great question. It's one that we all have to, to look at. You know, I remember a, a season in our lives when we were so busy 
doing, <laughs> doing, doing ministry, doing for the Lord. That um, when you're when you're doing that, it, it's easy to think that replaces your one-on-one relationship with Him, and it it doesn't begin to. And so sometimes I think even in well doing, you know, um, we we lose we lose sight of why we're why we're doing it. Our service drowns out our service that we think uh, that is in most cases our service drowns out him. Yeah. And and I, that's a balance we all have to keep because you know he, one of the things you read is you know you you show your gratitude for his grace and mercy which you know gratitude is everything. I think if we if we live and walk within a spirit of gratitude and thankfulness, then we're we're not going to drift away from the Lord. But then the next thing you said was, okay, you're walking in gratitude. You're, you've got this relationship right. And then you go, you know, well, in that going, you just can't lose sight of your relationship with him because ultimately that is the most important thing. <laughs> but we can't negate going though. Can't negate going, but his voice makes the difference. Yes. In this great falling away. Let's pray, Sheila, for uh, uh, the people listening and the people watching. Um, I ask again, um, is he Lord of all? Uh, He wants to be. He's knocking at the door. Will you open the door unto him right now? Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to bring forth your word, to shine the light of your word, to... um, Encourage people to listen to your voice, which is even more critical in these end times and this great falling away. Uh, We ask everyone to seek the Lord till he be found. And we uh, encourage everyone uh, to hear his voice and then do what he says. And he'll be the Lord of all. Lastly, if you are listening to this or watching us and Maybe some part of it caused you to, or all, caused you to hang out here to the end as we wrap this up. And you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, the His voice, the hymn that we've been talking about. He covers that in Romans 10, 9 and 10, when he says, If you confess with your mouth, what? The Lord Jesus Christ, that He died on a cross for you. And then believe in your heart that the Father raised Him out of the tomb and set him on the right hand of God in heaven, and his blood makes all the difference, you are saved. It's that simple. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart that he is indeed uh, the Savior of the world and and your Lord. And it will be a great journey. Uh, They talk of the journey. That's the journey of him being Lord in your life. So listen to his voice now going forward. We thank you for being with us. Uh, if this program, this podcast ministered to you, please share it with someone. That's important that you get the word out. So until next time, uh, we, uh, look, we'll look for you. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, something not so heavy, but you'll be surprised. Uh, the love of God.
Thanks for joining us for this episode of Old Men Know Stuff. For more information, go to oldmennowstuff.com. <laughs>